0: This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. As a business consultant, I get a lot of fodder for content and ideas and concepts in working with our clients. And in recent weeks, there have been some unifying themes. And one theme is that going too fast, quickly getting things on paper, rushing to get things done, trying to meet deadlines is detrimental to effective functional communication. In fact, not slowing down could actually destroy communication. Here's the first example had a client that needed some services done. And so he worked with the vendor to put together a proposal and a statement of work. And he was pretty clear about what it was he wanted, what his needs were. And it seemed as if the statement of work met what his needs were. As the contract progressed, the services he wanted were not delivered. There were five bullet points in this statement of work and the vendor said well we did the first one and refused to budge on the other four and the rest of the team looked at the proposal in the statement of work and said well it's a little vague I could see both sides of the story could see where my client stated expectations that were not met and could see where the vendor in what he'd stated was abiding by the statement of work. So what happened here? Well, there was a rush to get this proposal in place. And while my client thought he clarified it, he only clarified it verbally. What that tells me is that if you have to clarify something verbally and the original is in writing, then the original writing is not clear enough. And if you have particular needs, then slow down the process, make sure that both parties are very clear and then make sure that that is validated through the written statement of work in this particular instance. Yes, it takes time. Yes, maybe there's more back and forth. But in the end, when you're particularly clear and specific, it erases a whole bunch of hurt at the other end. Simply, it goes back to our purpose outcome method. If my client and the vendor had been very specific about the desired outcome, then the methods to arrive at that desired outcome probably would have looked different than how they ended up playing out. I know it may seem childish, but sometimes you need to have the other person reflect back to you what you're communicating. And it's not from a authoritative, parental, or condescending standpoint. It's a method by which to make sure all parties are on the same page. So if my client had said, so when I say that this piece is really important to me, and it's the entire reason. Or even engaging your services, what does that mean to you? If he had asked that question, I bet the vendor's answer would not have been what he was looking for. And therefore, they could have worked to clarify the expectations and the methods by which the vendor would have provided his service. In the second example, with a different client, there was a project that two different departments in this organization collaborated on and underwent. And in one part of the project, the CEO took the lead. And that had been communicated, so that wasn't a surprise. However, because there was a deadline, she moved things along pretty quickly. Instead of communicating with the VP of the other department that was also involved, about why she was taking certain actions that she was. The VP, of course, was irritated and resentful of the fact that the CEO was not collaborating. When talking with each of them to try to pave the way forward for better future collaboration, what we found is that this particular project was brand new. The organization had never done anything like this before. And so there were places where, of course, fumbles were made, as is the case with anything that we're not familiar with and we're not skilled at yet. And so the CEO picked up the ball and ran with it. But she never took the time to explain to the VP here was what she was seeing. Through no fault of anybody, they were engaging in this initiative, doing the best that they could and learning as they went. And they were, the CEO was fine with that. She wasn't expecting anybody to step up and be immediate experts. But because there were these fumbles and these errors and these issues, it felt like there was blame being shot at the people that were involved. If the CEO had taken the time to explain to the VP and the other members of the team, here's what I see. We're not experts at this yet. We're learning as we go. What I know from experience is that it's usually an 18-month cycle before a team, a department, an organization takes on a new project like this and really gets on solid ground. So we're going to make mistakes. Let's be okay with that. And let's continue to talk. And if deadlines need to be changed or different tasks need to be parceled out differently, then we'll do that. But there's no blame. This is a learning experience. In the third example with a client There was a process that this organization has to go through every three to five years. And the person who had done it in the past was getting ready to retire. And so other people took over this process so that they could learn because the original person who had done it was going to be gone and they wanted her oversight and her guidance while they were learning this and going through it there were some places where the president needed to review some of the items. And we're talking something like a hundred page document. So they asked the president to to review it or to fill in the couple of things she needed to fill in. And she came back and said, I need time to review all 100 pages. Well, the people who had taken on this project felt like they were being micromanaged and not trusted to do this. Now, one, they didn't go to the president and say, this is is how this is landing for us. And two, the president didn't share with them that she'd been asked by her board to thoroughly review all 100 pages of the document. If she had shared that with the team who was in charge of this process, they probably would have understood it. she wasn't doing it to micromanage them or not because she didn't trust them, but because her boss, in essence, the board, told her to thoroughly review. But neither side took the time to explain their position. And it's not because they didn't feel like they should, shouldn't have to. It was simply because they were too busy and they were in the midst of this project and that initiative and finish one and move on to the next and end of year is super busy and there's just no time. But if they had simply taken the time slow down and, here's the kicker, realize what was going on within themselves and express that, and there could have been a two-way dialogue. There could have been a discussion. Almost always, when someone expresses where they're coming from, and illustrating that here's how this landed. Here's how this felt. Here's what I was thinking this meant. Almost always there's going to be some illumination on the part of the recipient, because no matter how in sync we might be with someone else, whether that's in business or in our personal lives, we are not that person. So we don't have the 100% of clarification and understanding that they do because we all have a different frame of reference for one. We have different connotations of words and meanings and our past experiences and programming from culture, society, family have made their mark on us. And it's different for each and every single one of us. So there can't help be some enlightenment when a person communicates what he or she is feeling or thinking or experiencing to someone else. Now, of course, that means you have to feel safe in order to express, here's what's going on with me. Here's how that felt. Here's why I reacted that way. But even if it doesn't feel safe or it doesn't feel like that's going to be received very well, sometimes it still needs to be said. Because if not, then that just keeps laying the groundwork for future issues. It's like using mortar or cement that's tinged with all of this icky stuff for lack of a better way to say it, is that what you wanna build your foundation with? Or would you rather make sure that that cement and that mortar is as clean and as pure as possible? Slow down. Figure out what's really going on with you, what you think about this situation, and have that conversation Hopefully the other person will come from that same place and you'll hear what he or she was thinking, how it landed for him or her. And you'll each come out of that conversation with more clarity and understanding. They say that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Let's let's make that a little different. How about the road to forward motion is paved with great communication. Until next time, may you thrive.